Well, thank you very much. You're listening to The Jazz Focus on WETF, The Jazz Station, South Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark, and thank you for joining us this week. We're going to be doing something a little bit different on our with our focus today. I'm calling this program In the Middle because it represents some of the recordings that were made as transitions between the swing era and the bebop era. And we're going to hear some of the uh, newly minted or, or about to be minted bebop stars performing with swing groups and uh, earlier style jazz groups. So we started out with the old standard Come to Me, My Melancholy Baby, and that was recorded in 1945 for Black and White Records, a small jazz label at the time based in New York, and the band was Joe Marsala's Sextet. Joe Marsala was a clarinet player from Chicago who had come up playing uh, Dixieland jazz, New Orleans-style jazz. He was very much influenced by Jimmy Noon, the great New Orleans jazz clarinet. And when he came to New York in the mid-30s, he uh, had a band at the Hickory House for many years, uh, playing sort of a semi-upscale steakhouse in New York. And he uh, featured his wife, Adele Gerard, on um, harp, and his brother, Marty Marcel, on trumpet and so forth. But for this recording date in 1945, he put together a kind of a... a an avant-garde group, you'd have to say, for the swing era personnel. He played clarinet, of course, and took a very nice clarinet solo in there. Uh, Buddy Christian was a drummer, not the banjo player from the 20s, but a different fellow. Irving Lang was on bass. Cliff Jackson, the great Harlem stride pianist. Chuck Wayne on guitar, who was beginning to explore some bebop phrases, and the star of the proceedings, Dizzy Gillespie, on trumpet. So a very unusual-looking group on paper with a stride pianist and a New Orleans-style clarinet and a bebop guitar and uh, trumpet, but it worked pretty well. They recorded four sides. We're going to hear all four of them over the course of the program. Then we went to uh, maybe a more familiar recording, Wooden You or Woody and You sometimes, uh, uh, presented as. This was composed by Dizzy Gillespie. It was also known as Algo Bueno. Uh, when it was composed initially as Woody and You, it was presented to Woody Herman's band. Uh, Dizzy wrote some arrangements for that group. They didn't actually record this one. Uh, this recording was done by Coleman Hawkins and his orchestra, and this was done on February 22nd of 1944. It was done for the Apollo label, which was just starting to make uh, jazz recordings at that point. This band that Hawkins had was not a, uh, a performing band outside of the studio, I don't believe. It was a 12-piece group that was directed by tenor saxist uh, Bud Johnson, who was a swing-era player who uh, had a lot of sympathies for bebop players, and his playing came to reflect a lot of the bebop stylistics. I believe he did the arrangement of this as well. And in solo, we heard Dizzy Gillespie on trumpet and Coleman Hawkins on tenor sax. Coleman Hawkins we will hear from several times in this program. He was always very willing to give younger musicians a chance, and he had very open ears and uh, was interested in new things coming along. Also in that band, not heard in any solos or anything, were uh, Ray Abrams and Don Bias on tenor sax, Leo Parker, who was later known as a baritone sax player, played alto in this case, Clyde Hart was on piano, Oscar Pettiford on bass, and Max Roach on drums. So almost a proto-bop uh, type of group there. We're going to be hearing one other recording towards the end of the program that that group did. 
So for our first full set, we're going to go on and hear two more sides by that Joe Marsala group for Black and White. Uh, we're going to hear the, I guess you'd have to call it the bebop anthem, Cherokee, which was composed by Ray Noble, the British composer and band leader in the 1930s. But bebop players, especially Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie, took this song over and created uh, many new tunes based on its chord changes and form, such as Coco, which was one of the big showpieces of the Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie group. So we're going to hear again Joe Marsala with Cliff Jackson and uh, Dizzy Gillespie on that, and also some Chuck Wayne on guitar. And then we're going to hear the Juan Tizal song, Perdido, following that, a good jam session favorite. Next we're going to jump over to Stockholm, Sweden in 19... 19- uh, 38, March 8th of 1938. For the Odeon label, uh, we will hear Kenny Clark's Quintet. Kenny Clark, uh, nicknamed Kluke, was a drummer who was playing, uh, had played in a number of swing era bands. At the time, he was playing with um, Edgar Hayes in his orchestra. We're going to have a podcast on Edgar Hayes coming up at some point as well. Uh, he was one of the early percussionists of the bebop school. He was in Dizzy Gillespie's first big band. He recorded with uh, many of the early bebop stars. And it was really he with Max Roach who sort of set the standard for bebop drumming. And so while they were over in Stockholm in 1938, Clark uh, took a small segment of the uh, Edgar Hayes band and recorded under the name of the Kenny Clark Quintet. A couple of the tunes were standard ballads, but we have a couple of uh, jazz tunes here as well. And these uh, feature some interesting voicings and some things that we could sort of, with a little imagination, think of as uh, leading to bebop heads uh, on these standard tunes. We're going to hear uh, I Found a New Baby and Sweet Sue, both very uh, established jazz tunes even by 1938. And in this band, we're going to hear Henry Goodwin on trumpet and Rudy Powell on clarinet and alto sax, both with the Hayes Band, both very established uh, swing-era Harlem musicians. Edgar Hayes himself is on piano, Eddie Gibbs on guitar, Frank Coco Darling uh, on string bass, Kenny Clark plays drums, and also xylophone. We'll hear some interesting xylophone playing as well in those two tunes. So those are Kenny Clark's Quintet. And then we're going to finish up that set with a um, pretty well-known track from a Lionel Hampton session from 1939. And this is Lionel Hampton and his orchestra. And Hampton, too, uh, was open to new ideas and new musicians coming along. And this was part of the long series he did for RCA Victor on records. Uh, even when he was a sideman with Benny Goodman and so forth, he would go in and play jazz tunes with whoever was in New York or Chicago, wherever they were recording at the time. And this particular recording session from September 11th of 1939 features a real all-star cast. Dizzy Gillespie on trumpet, and Dizzy later said that he was very uh, intimidated by the uh, by the rest of the musicians, who included Benny Carter on alto sax. He also did the arranging. On tenor, we had Coleman Hawkins, Ben Webster, and Chew Berry, the three greatest tenor sax players at the time, if we don't uh, include Lester Young in there. Clyde Hardigan on piano, Charlie Christian on electric guitar and rhythm guitar. Milt Hinton on bass, Cozy Cole on drums, and Lionel Hampton on vibes. And we're going to hear the tune Hot Mallets, which will feature uh, Hampton, a little bit of Clyde Hart, Dizzy Gillespie, uh, eight bars from Benny Carter, but it's primarily Chew Berry, who was uh, a... a, uh, tenor saxophone player who was really taking some of Coleman Hawkins' uh, ideas about jazz saxophone playing and taking them to another level. He was uh, really the guy to beat until Hawkins came back from Europe at about this time, and I've done a couple of podcasts on uh, Chew Berry. Also, I've done a podcast on Clyde Hart, who was another remarkable figure from the time. 
So those are our tunes for this set. The Joe Marsala Sextet featuring Dizzy Gillespie on Cherokee and Perdido. The Kenny Clark Cavintet on I Found a New Baby and Sweet Sue. And the Lionel Hampton Orchestra featuring Dizzy Gillespie and Chewberry on Hot Mallets.
found a new baby, I found a new girl. Red heart baby, and she's mine today. I found a new baby, I found a new girl. Passion played mama, red heart baby, that's all. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, you don't delay. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, it's my wedding day. I found a new baby, I found a new girl. Red heart mama, and she's mine today.
quite a blend of two different styles that were starting to coexist and uh, would uh, come into some conflict in the middle 1940s. The bebop players were trying to break away from the swing players. They were uh, challenging themselves more with their improvisation. They were making tunes faster, making chord changes more complicated, but in general they were using the same forms. They were using songs like Perdido and Honeysuckle Rose and Sweet Sue and things like that and creating new melodies and new styles out of those old, uh, older tunes, old uh, bottles, new wine, I guess you'd have to say. And uh, looking back on it, it wasn't quite such a radical departure, uh, but at the time it seemed quite jarring. And some of these solos that we're hearing coming out of these swing era groups uh, made people sit up and take notice and sometimes express horror as well. So we started out with uh, Cherokee and Perdido, done by the Joe Marsala Sextet, featuring Dizzy Gillespie on trumpet, and also a little stride piano by Cliff Jackson in places, and some really fine guitar playing by Chuck Wayne, who uh, had great bebop sympathies. He was one of the, the few white players who were in on the early part of the bebop development. Uh, he and Red Rodney and... Um, Al Haig, the piano player, they were uh, accepted by the bebop players, like Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie, uh, if not as equals, then at least as uh, sympathetic uh, participants in their recording sessions. Following that, we heard the Kenny Clark Quintet from 1938, Odeon, recorded in Stockholm while the Edgar Hayes Band was touring Europe. Uh, we heard Rudy Powell on alto sax and clarinet as well. Uh, Henry Goodwin on trumpet. He was kind of an underrated trumpet player, played in a lot of Harlem sessions. He recorded with Sidney Bechet and others as well. And of course, Edgar Hayes on piano. Edgar Hayes was a remarkable piano player. He... Uh, could uh, get around on the keyboard. He was a good arranger. We've heard uh, some of uh, his recordings with uh, different groups in the past. We're going to hear, as I said, a podcast coming up of his big band, which only recorded about 20 things. It was a fairly uh, little recorded band, but some very good music from there. I also forgot to mention, maybe intentionally, I don't know, uh, the vocal on I Found a New Baby by a fellow named James Anderson. And those recordings really kind of show a little bit more progressive tendency, I think, than the ordinary swing band would have in 1938, and that was due to the drummer and the leader, Kenny Clark. And as well, we get to hear some very uncharacteristic uh, xylophone solos in there as well. Xylophone was an instrument that was not used in jazz very often, other than Red Norvo, and uh, Norvo had a very different concept than we heard here with Kenny Clark. And then we finished up with that September 11th, 1939 date for Victor, the Lionel Hampton Orchestra, uh, featuring Dizzy Gillespie at the beginning anyway, uh, interrupted by a Benny Carter alto solo, and then some wonderful Chewberry on tenor sax and the leader, Lionel Hampton, on vibraphone playing Hot Mallets. So we're going to go on right now uh, into the 40s. We're going to actually hear a uh, recording by Georgie Ald and his orchestra. Georgie Ald was a tenor sax and alto sax player uh, who had uh, come to prominence in the 1937-38 time period playing with Artie Shaw. He was uh, uh, a very good tenor player. He also played with Bunny Berrigan. He was a teenager at the time. He was known as a chameleon uh, soloist. He could imitate all sorts of different players. He, at different times in his career, on different recording dates, sounded like uh, Johnny Hodges on alto, Lester Young, Ben Webster, Coleman Hawkins. He could manipulate his own playing into a lot of different ways. And here he was flirting with bebop, and we just heard a uh, big band uh, that he led. This was from 1945, February 7th. It was recorded for Guild Records. He had another one of those small labels that came up in the wake of the uh, recording band. 
uh, and we heard Dizzy Gillespie featured on a tune called In the Middle. And uh, also in the band, uh, in the bebop idiom, we have Trummy Young, who was a swing player, but who uh, played on several early bebop sessions. Georgie Ald, of course, on tenor sax. Uh, Manny Albaum played uh, baritone sax, Al Cohn on tenor, Errol Garner is the piano player, Mike Bryan on guitar, Chubby Jackson on bass, and Shadow Wilson on drums. So a good sort of Woody Herman contingent in there as well. So we'll be hearing the tune in the middle coming up. Following that, we're going to hear two tunes by the Coleman Hawkins Quartet. These were recorded for the Joe Davis label. Joe Davis uh, was a publisher largely of African-American music, and he uh, produced recording sessions going back into the 1920s. And this was done in the uh, fall of 1944. We've done a podcast of the group that followed this. Coleman Hawkins took a quartet, actually a quintet, out to uh, the West Coast in December and January of 19... December of 44 to January of 1945 and recorded for Capitol Records, and we heard that earlier. This was the quartet that he was leading in New York City in the fall, and it featured Thelonious Monk on piano. These are Monk's first recordings. We're going to hear Hawkins on tenor, Thelonious Monk on piano, Denzel Best on drums, and Ed Bass Robinson on bass. And we're going to hear two tunes. We're going to hear On the Bean. Actually, we're going to hear Flyin' Hawk first, and then On the Bean. Flyin' Hawk was credited to Walter Thomas, who played saxophone with Cab Calloway's band. He was uh, a feature in this Joe Davis uh, publishing company. He led some recording dates and uh, published a lot of numbers under his own name. So we'll hear some interesting monk solos and uh, comping behind Hawkins. Then we're going to go to two tunes that were recorded by Cootie Williams and his sextet. Cootie Williams, a great trumpet player who played throughout the 1930s with uh, uh, Duke Ellington's band before going on to Benny Goodman's group. By the mid-40s, he was leading his own bands, and he too had a uh, an eye and an ear to the future. In this group, which uh, recorded on January 6th of 1944, we're going to hear Cootie Williams on trumpet. Eddie Cleanhead Vincent on alto sax, known as a blues player, more or less, but uh, had some bebop sensibilities, as did the tenor sax player, Eddie Lockjaw Davis. But the real feature of this, for our purposes, is the piano player, Bud Powell. Uh, these are some of his first recordings as well. Norman Keenan is on bass, and Sylvester Vespain is on drums. So these are all um, uh, Cootie Williams and his sextet. And we're going to hear two tunes from that session. Sweet Lorraine. Uh, which features a short Bud Powell solo, but a telling one, and also some very interesting comping, and a little bit more uh, Powell playing on Honeysuckle Rose, which features a very beboppy uh, melodic line. So those are our four tunes for this set. Five tunes, excuse me. We're going to hear Georgie Ald and his orchestra featuring Dizzy Gillespie on In the Middle, the Coleman Hawkins Quartet featuring Thelonious Monk on uh, Flyin' Hawk and On the Bean, and then the Cootie Williams Sextet featuring Bud Powell, Sweet Lorraine, and Honeysuckle Rose. <laughs> Thank you. 
have some interesting transitional period of bebop and swing. We started out with the Georgie Auld Orchestra in the middle. That featured Dizzy Gillespie on trumpet. Also quite a bit of Errol Garner on piano. Errol Garner did not read music, so he must have uh, just been guesting at that point uh, with that group. Although, as I said, that particular version of the Georgie Auld Band, I don't think performed uh, live. It might have been an augmented group of one that he usually used. It had people like Al Killian and Billy Butterfield and people like that in there, as well as some of the bebop players we mentioned. After that, those two uh, tunes by Coleman Hawkins Quartet featuring Thelonious Monk. We heard Flyin' Hawk and On the Bean. On the Bean is kind of a, uh, a standard... Uh, Coleman Hawkins tune based on uh, a standard chord progression as well. So that featured Bass Robinson on bass and Denzel Best on drums in addition to Hawkins and Thelonious Monk. And then we finished up with two tunes by the uh, Cootie Williams Sextet, a very interesting transitional group, doing Sweet Lorraine and Honeysuckle Rose. And Honeysuckle Rose really sounds like a bebop performance with uh, kind of an abstraction of the standard melody in uh, something very characteristic of the early bebop groups. And we heard, in addition to Cootie on trumpet, Eddie Cleanhead Vincent on alto sax, Lockjaw Davis on tenor sax, Bud Powell is really the feature there on piano with Norman Keenan on bass and Vess Payne on drums. Sweet Lorraine was a good ballad performance featuring the leader's plunger mute, but some good comping behind him, and an interesting short solo by Powell. So we want to thank you for joining us today. This is the Jazz Focus. We are on WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark. We've been doing some music today that kind of has one foot in each camp, hence the title In the Middle. Some bebop soloists with uh, swing-era groups and uh, transitional music, I guess you'd have to say. So thank you for joining us. Hope you make a point uh, to come and visit us during the week and hear what we're doing here on the Jazz Focus. And we have lots more programs, lots more ideas coming up. So to finish up our program today, we have two tunes. We have Boo de Dot, which is by the Coleman Hawkins Orchestra. We uh, had earlier on that featured all those players, including Dizzy Gillespie on trumpet and uh, Don Bias and Bud Johnson and Oscar Pettiford and Max Roach, so on and so forth. This is going to feature Coleman Hawkins again, along with Dizzy Gillespie, a nice proto-bop tune. And then we're going to finish up with the last tune that uh, Dizzy recorded with the Joe Marsalis Sextet for Black and White. And this is the Isham Jones standard on the Alamo, and it's pretty much given over to Dizzy as a feature number. And uh, you can see the development of his soloing abilities and how he was really uh, definitely a bebopper, even in a fairly standard rhythm set. Uh, that was uh, put together by the clarinet player, Joe Marsala. So thank you, and see you soon. Thank mm-hmm. you.